Hello everybody, thank you for coming to the 7th episode of San Pellegrino Personal Journal Podcast run by May. This podcast is going to be about self-reflection of things I did not have an app before, such as the late night thoughts I had in mind. Today is going to be a little more lengthy than the previous ones because I'm talking about burnouts due to my personality, how I'm, I'm really feeling right now, and rare occasions that show my lows, and how to overcome it. I hope none of the things I'm gonna say now is going to offend anyone, but my mind's kind of out of control, pretty messy recently, so I might say things that are insensitive to some people. Personality. I think because everyone took a step back in the past year, we really showed the true self, the always relaxed one, the overly careful one, the insensitive one, the selfish one, and so on. Those could apply to many, including myself at one point, so I've reflected on why I feel like this way and why I've been acting this way from my perspective, not objectively, very subjectively. Anxiety and mental health um, instability were always with me. I didn't realize this until I was in high school, but I also never showed that through actions or words, and that might have suppressed and intensified the emotions. As the first child, I was more of the responsible one. I never had the pressure to take care of my sister, but my family's expectations were always high. So even from elementary school, I hated getting test results, even if they were small quizzes, because of the fear of getting scolded for that score. Back then, I don't think my parents have scolded me that much to traumatize me, but it was the fear of what ifs. And I was doing ballet, piano, and extra school for what it, um, or call it um, cram school back then. And with me not being able to handle the amount of stress since when I was like eight years old, I started to get bold spots, which my parents have realized and took care of them as much as possible. This is probably when my family realized that my mental health is not as strong as how I react around people. And I always. Sh- I was always shy around new people and I was never good at expressing back then so even if when I was sad or very happy the people around me didn't know. That part of me unintentionally became an insecurity of mine that I had and I have. Till this day I'm not very good at writing cards to people with a good word choice and I'm not so fond of public speech even though I have all my thoughts out on this podcast. I also hated having to write book recommendations during elementary school because I was not very immersed in, um, in emotionally into the book that right after I finished the book, I didn't really feel anything. There wasn't nothing in particular that made me want to express my own opinions on, so those definitely built up that difficult to deal with the emotions I hid inside. The next one about my personality leading to a compiled stress is competitiveness. I'm a very adaptable person. I don't think I ever feared of going to a new place, whether that's a new school or a cafe, but that personality comes with an overly absorbing side of me. Because I'm very influenced by my surroundings, I get stressed over other people's signs of success. No one particularly like bragged about their academic success or success in general but whenever I felt that this or that person was doing well in an area I felt the need to replicate the amount of success but 
obviously starting from high school everyone seems to do their own thing and people start to figure out what they're lacking in and what they're striving through and me on the other hand i didn't have a clear mindset of what my ultimate goal was even though i intensely showed academic success through numbers and grades they defined myself for most of my pre-university life and i knew i was doing relatively good at some point but i didn't know what that meant and i didn't try to find out what i'm good at and i'm what i'm weak at but with the hindsight that was an early sign of burnout almost immediately after i get my school grades on the last day of school of the semester for example i would cry because i didn't think it was up to the standard i had i'm pretty sure my teachers in high school were shocked when they saw me for the first time i bawled out um, my parents at that point never scolded me for my grades though maybe pressuring a little bit so it was lonely the mindset of having the academic side of me run over my whole life and the competitiveness i had um, even though it was a small even if it was a small thing led to an unhealthy amount of stress that i didn't know i had until i graduated I had a momentum all the way through high school, so the lows weren't always the lowest, even though I went to this one teacher for a cry-out session almost every two weeks. He has always told me that I push myself too much, and now I get it. But this competitiveness and pushing myself out until I can is still the same now, and I'm finding it pretty tiring recently. After all, great, good grades don't do not equal good mental health, and success is not a measure of mental health. Is what I'd want to tell myself every time I struggle during academics because I know I'm also realistic as a Capricorn, and in the back of my head I am grounded with ambitious but realistic approach to things, and it's hard for me to accept the weakness of myself. Um, for example, the time I decided what I wanted to study in university was when I was 13. During teacher-parent conferences, um, why did my school name it like that, but um, I was asked what I wanted to do. 13-year-old me wants a future where I can eat my on my own, independence, so I said computer science. From when I answered that, I researched about computer science, again said that I wanted to study computer science during my high school entrance exam. Even till this day, the fact that I decided on my major so early on doesn't really pressure me whatsoever and I don't regret it at all and I always had options if I wanted to change that and even right when I started to apply to universities none of the decisions were made by other people but myself only so my parents never told me one thing about a major because probably as long as I had good grades I was pretty okay and my parents weren't sad either about my decision to pursue in computer science because it's a science field that they didn't really pursue so it was new to them and it still makes me like it makes so much sense for me about the 13 year old's decision because the field i'm in is so broad and teaches skills that end up very useful hopefully <laughs> sometimes when i struggled last year or the year before that was one of the motivations to push through assignments and the lectures High school to me was so much workload, so when I got to uni, studying the subject I knew I wanted to study, I lost myself for a while. It's not that I regret anything as I said before, but sometimes just on the days that are gloomy and unmotivating, I think to myself what if I had 
made a decision that is completely different from what I have started in London. And that overthinking side of me leads to anxiety that can last very, very long. And now I'm dealing with it better, but especially with my first year, I was super lost because I thought I had to learn more and I thought university was going to be somewhat difficult. But that difficulty I felt was not the academics, but the social aspect, the living alone aspect, and the finding the motivation to work aspect. And it's like, you know, you can push more because you have in the past, but now that you have the right to study what you want without anyone watching you, I was so demotivated throughout the year. I do feel accomplished when I get my work done, but doing the work was not so fun. And I sometimes or most of the times like doing the extracurricular activities I was always participating. More entertaining than the academics after all. But when you get into the deeper thought process, I'm so privileged to get funding for my university life, which now I am losing motivation on. That is so sad to accept to think that way. So in the light of this thought process circle from anxiety to motivation, demotivation and then self um, pressuring, this gap year made me learn about so many positive things living in London. So I'm building that um, optimistic side of me in preparation for the next academic year. To have a break from being negative about the stress I have, here are some of my ways to have a peaceful day. The first is skincare during relaxing shower. I didn't have time to do skincare or self-care in high school, but now that I do, it feels nice to do a whole routine of skincare with maybe like a bath. And the second is morning exercise. This, I can never get it done, but I find it really vitalizing when you do get some sun in the morning rather than later in the day. The third is clutter-free environment. I think my room represents the mood I'm in because it naturally seems like I have everything put together when my room is clean, but when my room is a mess, my mind is really out of it. The fourth, turn off distractions. This is one of the hardest, even though in terms of the steps, it is the easiest to do. I typically just stop doing what I was doing when I realize it. Um, I don't really delete apps because I then get used to the ability of deleting things before trying to stop myself from reaching out to the phone. The fifth is to focus on the present. I'm a regretful person right after I realize one or two things I could have improved on i regret about the past for doing so but then you can't do anything about it and it could be something you said to your friend it could be work or it could be the commitment you didn't have for an assignment but that um motivation is there to only to focus on the present so i feel like you know, i i just i just really need to improve on focusing on the present rather than the past Another thing is the mini meditations. The app called The Calm didn't quite work for me because when I am at the lowest times, I'm really, really not calm. Like I'm not violent at all, but I can cry a lot with heavy breathing and it's really difficult for me to concentrate on one thing. But it works for so many people and I think when you're anxious, it works. My lowest is when I feel like it's beyond being anxious, so speaking to other people has always been the last um, and the best cure. 
And a mini meditation for me is also to listen to music. I'm constantly listening to music, but I would change the music I would listen from the usual to have something to think about. Those are some of the six things,、um, self care tips on mental health for when you are more up on the optimistic side, even though you just feel shit inside. <laughs> There are also quotes I found on the internet that's really, really good when I'm trying to、um, tell myself I have to be a little bit more positive than I am.、Um, this one is How someone treats you is not a reflection of what you deserve, it's a reflection of what you're choosing to accept. And the other one is Sometimes the person you want most in your life is the person your life is best without. And you've, you'll never experience peace if you keep letting the things you can't control control you. And the last one is you must lose certain things in order to realize your life is better without it. You know, it's a lot, it's some of them really related to relationships, which I don't really re- like. I haven't done that yet. So I don't know in person, but with my personal、um, experience, but I'm pretty sure this can get to some people、um, to improve. Their thinking process if you don't feel like you're deserving the type of attention you're getting. So, and one another thing I wanted to talk about is stress from media. This is not just about social media, but all about the data, information,、um, columns, opinions, and articles. You can do a social media cleansing to avoid your not so close friends' home party pictures, but you cannot simply do a news cleanse because it's everywhere. Like, you do need to keep it up. And personally, I'm not much of a worrying person. I want to stay positive, but, but,、um, but with the news outlets that want to start a trending conversation, that wants to add fuel to fire, I'm very conflicted and controlled emotionally. People have different opinions, but somehow they, they want to categorize into two black or white, good or bad, or yes or no. With the limitation of word count on Twitter, people are aggressively making comments that are questionable but gain popularity from the strangers around the world. There isn't one answer that solves all the bad problems out there, but media tries to dig into the people's fast changing attention to keep the conversation going. And especially in Japan, while TV entertainment news are easier to watch and more fun to watch, I, this is just my personal opinion, the words can be misleading. And one thing I'm worried about Japan is how people are very harsh on other people.、Um, since COVID, their obedience is not just being obedient anymore. It's an idea that you want to always follow the rules, which is not bad. It's, you do have to follow. Rules when you're in a sort of a alert, the lockdown, the version of the one in Japan. But、um, to the point, they feel the need to force other people to do the same. For example, on the recent random talk topic, which I've never really paid attention, but so many people do, it's the topic of this one person kicked out of a testing center of an exam for university entrance. For not properly wearing a mask. 
For me, without the hindsight of who the person was, I felt really bad for the person who got kicked out because of this one examiner that warned him um, about the way to wear a mask. Not to mention how high schoolers would have been bothered during the exam if that sort of thing happened in a life-changing exam. The news itself is not the point I wanted to make. It was the comments on Yahoo News and other news outlets that concerned me. I'm sure the people um, who comment on these platforms are middle-aged men that don't show sympathies towards younger people. But the majority of the comments was blaming the person's behavior and how the person deserved what he got out of it. I understand fully that a rule is a rule and wearing a mask properly is very important. I work at a cafe, I very much understand. But I also understand that under so much concentration on the exam with so many others around, the person being kicked out is such a show, like it's too much. I don't know, maybe I didn't pay that much attention to Twitter in previous years than I did last year. And now, uh, but it's so sick that people are yelling at others, people's opinions. They're not just expressing their opinions. They almost sound like they're furious at people they don't even know about. And I hate that idea, the stricter, the better. I'm not saying that the government or the rules that are applied in this difficult situation, um, it's about the people. I'm kind of realizing that I have an un- unop- un- like unpopular opinion on certain things. Um, for example, I was always anti-online education, anti-fully like online work. I get why we have to do it this way, but looking at my parents' jobs and my parents' colleagues and listening to my sister and her friends, the people who want to make other people work at home or study at home are people who always had the option to and people with nice houses, people with privilege. I can't say it. Privilege. I understand COVID limits, things um, like going out and eating out, which is not what I'm complaining about. I'm just so sad to see some people are very inflexible to see other people's circumstances, environment and situation. At my workplace, my um, full-time people tell us part-time people what to do in the cafe without even an attempt to come to the cafe. And there are tasks like book organizations that we are not aware of and they somehow feel like they're the superior because they stay at home to do what they call work. But I don't know exactly what they're doing. Um, with, I, with what I have said so far, I'm sure my opinion seems so selfish. I get it, but I'm getting so tired to think my opinion is so unpopular and somehow shouldn't like express much because it does not resonate with the majority the unopi- like unpopular opinion i have is that i don't want to make covid the only reason that something doesn't work or that some people don't work properly and covid is very reasonable to blame everything on but certain people who have power are lazy um but even if i can go against a person but i can't go against a system that likes the majority and it feels like I'm in a long distance relationship with um, even with those who are close to you and you try to be close because it's like you know you feel like you know the person but then when you're so distant from each other being forced to be distant to each other um, even if you're in the city um, 
you you just don't get the feeling of what the fe- with what the other person is feeling and they don't also get what you are feeling while you're in the same situation what you can do and cannot do is dependent on the situation around you even in japan my neighborhood is very different from my grandma's for example and i'm good with my immediate family but including everyone in my family my aunts and uncles our opinions on vaccines and traveling and covid in general are so divided and i'm very shocked and with my friends even if i can share what i'm thinking when you're in so much distance you feel very distant And that's why I feel like I'm in in a long distance relationship with even with those who are close to you and you try to be close. And that's my take on my current situation now. It's not really the mental instability, but more like the emptiness. Emptiness. More than the opportunities that are gone now, I miss the kindness in the community. I miss how insensitive you could be on social media. I wish there were other ways to meet other people in distance um, other than Zoom and Google um, Hangout. So even though I just pretty much let my thoughts out and I may seem like I'm very emotional unstably, um, emotionally unstable, I feel alright recently. I think it's truly because at the moment I know I have the support I need in my family and friends. And sometimes when you and your friends are busy, you also feel like you become the burden to people and that makes you feel lonelier. But I'm very glad that that's not the case for me right now. But there are some rare occasions I know I burn out because of physical sickness some signs of burnout which people have told me are headaches feeling negative or overly um critical as i have already mentioned unexplained exhaustion irritable um, becoming physically ill insomnia changing sleep patterns and looks and endless anxiety feeling inadequate and hopeless and um neglect self-care as i have mentioned before my skin condition is not the best it's probably both the reflection of what i've been eating and wearing a mask but some can get extreme and form a pretty huge cyst which is now sort of manageable but it still hurts anyway so it's not really anything i'm proud of or anything um there's another way my body shows burnout which is temporal faint that's right fainting (laughs) fainting is not just being lightheaded and having a bit of nausea it probably depends on the person but mine is a proper blackout moment when you lose your sight for a good minute and no hearing of the surroundings but the squeaking noise is what you only hear Um, for me i had this in the bathroom shower train in my room and you first get a start getting nauseous and difficulty to breathe then after a while i can't stand up straight anymore so i sit down and take longer breaths i was very scared when i first got this on the way to high school in the pack train i just got off the train and after properly like breathing i was fine but i'm still traumatized because sometimes when the train is empty i get it and i don't know if anyone can help me but don't worry i'm i'm completely fine i asked my mom about it and she said she'd had it before when she was like job hunting during university so anxiety issues are really running my family i guess um fainting usually is caused by a temporary um, drop in blood pressure and during that brief drop the brain does not get the blood um 
flow that it needs and you lose consciousness i'm only saying this because i think mental health is on such a broad scale that other people can't think of and the just fainting is not the only thing that shows my mental health instability but i just want to put it out there that it's just everybody can feel like shitty sometimes and mine can be a little bit more extreme to some people and mine's minor to compare to other people like i i've never had that much of a suicidal thoughts compared to a lot of people that have felt that way um i have before in like during elementary school even i had suicidal thoughts and that's probably just because it's not the fear of like not doing enough for the family or not doing enough for myself but it's probably just because i was sort of that like curious moment of what what's wanting to die is like and i think it's it's also the non-religious thing of me that makes me think that way because a lot of people that are um religious i feel like they have a sense of that like suicidal thought as a very bad thing i don't know no this is just not this is not me talking about religion so i don't know but but from a perspective on of a non-religion person um yeah a non-religious person or never even interfered with religion unless it's in kindergarten christianity in japan which is barely a thing um like barely brainwashing at all (laughs) or not even learning about it really but um uh i i think it's really easy to have um i feel like to have suicidal thoughts um if you don't have that much of a weight of what a life is or what dying is like i get i get i get the point of like really really it's it's not healthy to think about it that way but sometimes when you're in the lowest times you think to the really the lowest which is which is taking a life and i don't think i would ever like i would ever ever think of doing that but sometimes when you're not the lowest i feel like you do and i don't think it's not me it's only me i don't think it's only me and it could be extreme to some people but i feel like it is um it's not a taboo to talk about it i feel like i don't know i was listening to one of the um podcast which is called the dada pod by moya and moya is a youtuber she's in um oh wait she's in ireland yeah i think she's in love doubling yeah but she was also saying the same thing about it and i didn't i didn't think that it was ever like something that's relatable to have thoughts like that um even when i was a child like i didn't think that people like it's a i feel like even if i told my my if i told my parents then they will freak out so i can't talk about it if i told my friends then my my friends would tell their parents and then their parents tell my parents so i don't think it was safe to say that either it's too much of a commitment to tell that much of a thought i really didn't think through about it when if i had any of those thoughts and 
but then it's really common i feel like as a child you um it's it's sort of like the between the fantasy and not like and the negative part of the thought process and i i don't know if i'm making any sense right now but um i feel like it's it's um it has been so much of a like a taboo to talk about it and and i think that's kind of one of the reasons what um japan has such a bad rate of suicide rates in japan as a teenager um it's really not talked about and um and there's no platform for it which is why i feel like you really need to show like we really need to tell and express your feelings to your friends or family and if you can't then just in any platform in general which is now my podcast i really can't talk about a lot of the things to even the closest people because i don't want them to take that it's super serious like it is serious but i don't want them to think that that's the things that i'm always thinking about yeah so that's kind of some another topic that i just realized i could talk about a lot but i think it's time for now it's already been like 30 minutes so that's a lot so yeah thank you for listening if you made it till this far but um also like any comments or any feedback let me know because i really wish i could really talk to you guys if um if i could all at the same time with everyone involved with listeners so yeah bye